Let me see. Are we live? Are we? Yes. Yep. What? Okay, I'll give it We're a... doing a show, and I actually Again? made it back to the office in time to not start the stream. Like no, no, no. Ho- I thought we were, you're not going to hoof it again and try to test out US Mobile and all of their beautiful network. <laughs> Hashtag not, not sponsored by US Mobile. I didn't want to make it sound like, you know. But, uh, yeah, uh, they, they came in clutch when I forgot when our show started. So that was good. I, dude, seriously, that, that <laughs> I was sitting at my desk. I was like waiting, waiting. I'm like, okay, this is usually me that, that you know, you're usually the one hitting me up. Like, <laughs> are we doing this? Are we going? Like, and, uh, and then, hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. Well, but uh, thank you, everybody, for for jumping in, for tuning in. Uh, you know, th- I think we've we've had uh, a pretty good week so far and wrapping it up with my buddy TK here to Absolutely. talk about the best of our week. week. And uh, I feel like the, the best conversations of our week are on some topics that also might be a little uh, frustrating <laughs> to dig into. But... But but again, it's we want to we want to kind of sort out our feels on um on on these topics in in a group of like minded uh, tech enthusiasts. Even though Absolutely. so many other people are trying to make that sound like tech enthusiast is some kind of pejorative. It it's it's it depends on who you talk to, but yeah, it makes it sound like you know we're such a small little niche group that nobody ever talks about. But suddenly, uh, you are you know you're the focus of something. So you know we need to talk to you. We need to talk to you as if you're you know. That 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 group that just almost doesn't exist unless we need you. But yeah, uh, I, I I appreciate having all of our friends, all of our uh, everybody hanging out with us. I Dave Dave Burns, I refuse to be thanked. I'm like, okay, like I got it. Okay, it's cool. I, dude. I rescind my appreciation of your contribution, but only for David. Yes, everyone exactly. else. Thank you so much for joining. I, I think this is going to be a fun show. We've got some nerdy gear to talk about, and we've got some major problems, problems to talk about to talk so about. i think i yeah. think this is gonna be a good a good combo show <laughs> we should we should rename the show to the talks amongst yourselves <laughs> <laughs> i'll supply the topic of this holy roman empire was neither roman nor holy uh, nor an empire, empire. discuss yes <laughs> oh man enthusiastic i love it michael Peppertech is in the chat um santiago is in the chat as well uh david burns el jefe of course i uh, hope you're doing well man i i, I saw your tweet about the uh, little rumble up there um i i don't know bay areas i mean this was actually if i'm not mistaken the last uh it, there was another one a couple of weeks or so ago if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken i think yeah uh so best you know best of luck man hopefully things kind of calm down yeah california yeah, I mean- when the earth starts shaking like that, it gets real weird. Yep. Yeah. And the, and the temperatures that we've been having, which is we're back to another nice warm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should have said the word nice. It was, it's, no, I was going to say, it's, aren't we going to get nuked like next week? Like another yeah, wave pretty much through, through Tuesday from what I see is we're going to be basically 105 and above. But, so yeah, that's, that's how we're doing it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, this week has been interesting. We've had a couple of things going on. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys saw the topic. Obviously, uh, Juan has some super, super exciting, exclusive, uh, future-looking glasses. I, I, how the heck did you do that, man? That's all I have to say. All I know is begging. We we were talking like a week and a half ago. I, I mean, just just the the least amount of dignity that a man can have. Between him and uh, PR, PR contact. Represent, representative, and with every single interaction that I've had with T, uh, TCL PR going, also 
and WTF the glasses. I need yeah. the glasses. Yeah. Oh, so they, they were kind enough to send over a pair. I'm going to get to get to test. This is this is still th- this is not consumer facing just yet. What they've sent me is another production model. <laughs> um, and, and so uh, th- this I, I what I'll be able to talk about won't culminate in a review because what I'm not I'm not using something that consumers can buy. And I when do. consumers can buy it, I imagine there will be some subtle differences over the hardware that I have. But the overall experience, like literally the first 10 minutes I had the box, it was like, I got to plug this into my laptop. I've got to plug this into a phone. I got to plug this into a desktop mode. And it's pretty, it, it's it's kind of a trip. It really I, is. I, 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 so I, I, I haven't tested the, the production model that you have. Obviously, the one I tested was a couple of years earlier. Yeah. And um, it was like an early generation version of it. it it's similar to... <laughs> I love I mean, it. What I should do is start start streaming the show on another phone. Hold on, let me see if I I think I've got my Galaxy over here. My my V60 is too far to use Screen Plus, but I can I can fire this up and then I can stream the show and I can watch us while I wear this. <laughs> so you don't be really like that care the whole what show. I look like. So. Yeah, exactly. I could just <laughs> So we'll keep one uh we'll keep one looking like he's trying to copy El Jefe's look at oh, this yeah, point. This is, this is good. <laughs> Uh, Ranesh, Sam is in the chat, of course. Uh, <laughs> El Jefe is like TTLPR folks are cool AF man, always, absolutely. There's <laughs> some of the best peoples out there. Um, I, I I have to say seriously, it's one of the things I miss the most about going to big events and so on. Like CES has always been for me, like hitting up the TCL guys, and not just mm. on the on the mobile uh, mobile hardware, but on the uh, on the audio department because they also there are separate departments that they run. Uh, which typically ends up being also around their TV service as in the sound bars and so on. So uh, wh- while Juan is setting himself up in the uh, the next generation, Juan 2.0. No, I'm serious. This is like super weird watching a delay of our show. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's right. There is a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're watching right the live here. show. Because so, yeah, <laughs> I'm pulling you, it up to should... the stream. Um, I, I, I don't want to tax my data connection too hard. Um, jump on us mobile man i think they're gonna do well they'll do they'll do i cool. don't have a sim card in this phone though ah uh, okay the ones that works the best for but but no it is it it is it is crazy it is a <laughs> absolutely what would what would normally be like a display like a giant display in front of you yeah at, and yeah just like right in front of you how do i look um, at that on that on that physical size though do, does the well, beard look as epic or does no, it look it, less so what what we can do what something. this has are these two micro 1080p displays yep and you know i've gotten a lot of questions already even i got one on instagram um how does this compare to something like daydream and it's fundamentally different because these little displays are built to kind of create a more fleshed out 1080p. So as I bump my mic, a yep. more fleshed out 1080p look, it's not putting magnification on a 1080p screen. So you, you don't see that that like screen door effect. You don't see that. Uh, what, what, what do you call that? Pentile mm-hmm. sub pixel arrangement. So this is so much clearer and so much sharper than any of those like kind of older or like Google cardboard kind of experiments, like putting a phone screen up in front of your face or it blocks everything around. Yeah. yeah, This is so much, this, this remind immediately reminded me of those old Sony cinema displays. Only okay. I can still see everything here and under. 
Okay. And the brightness so, level is is it are you able to is it clear enough that you, even though because you, like right now you're in, good. A, in a in a well lit room so obviously No no it, it it's good. Um so like right now I can just like if I if I stretch my eyes way out to the corners I can just make out the pattern of my shirt. So there is that that kind of reflection off of the the glass. Oh yeah, yeah. Like regular glasses. glasses. Yeah, you you expect like regular glasses. sometimes you see a little bit of reflection on the back. Yeah. So I believe if I were to take these outside in really bright conditions, they would not be as nice to use as an enclosed VR solution. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be easier to see this display than if I were trying to use a laptop in similar lighting conditions. They're like closer. I, yeah, you also have the ability of you have more control. Like if you're wearing a hat, you can also limit the amount of sun that's going into it. It's a little bit more personal. You, you uh, can, and, and they're more discreet, you know, like you've got a big laptop screen out and you're trying to like shade it or something like that. This is already I, kind of pre somewhat say, enclosed, but uh, because yeah. things are open right here, mm -hmm. any light that you would have kind of washing mm -hmm. is still going to impact the display. But, you know, that's by comparison. If you're comparing it, if you're comparing it against a VR headset, well, yeah, it's going to fail because a VR headset's completely enclosed. Oh, but if absolutely. you compare it against a laptop screen, this is way better. So it, well, it's it's kind of an interesting halfway point uh, between. Yeah, I, I can, take I can imagine this. Actually, like <laughs> you could be back. So I, I was going to say we had a few nice comments. So Max Headroom from 2021, uh, you know, Juan's entering the Matrix. Our, our, you know, your your buddies are having fun with you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I can yeah. see it. And and the, the the best thing is is it's kind of like headphones. I don't know if, if Jeff would it would would vibe with me on this, but I kind of just don't care what headphones look like because I can't see myself wearing them. So you have to deal with me looking like I came out of the Matrix, but I'm looking at decks. So I'm oh, so good. Th that was the other that was the other question here. Um legitimate uh, so, uh Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's, basically, that's, tell me you right, you're going to have to deal with me sucking down lozenges. My I blew my throat out um, on Tuesday during the podcast, so I'm going to try and not sound super gross. Um, but yeah, so you just plug in your USB cable. Here's my little S10e Sam, Samsung Dex supporting thing. I, I, I won't be able to show you, but it also works with Screen Plus. Um, uh -huh. Oh, I've got my Velvet over here. I could probably do that too. I can't get the line on my camera here. I, I can kind but, of see it. Yeah, a little you can bit. see yeah. that the displays turn on. Yeah, um, I can see a little bit of a blue tint somewhere that, that some type of display is on. And then there's like a little sensor. Oh, that's part of it, too. So there's like a little sensor that uh, it recognizes right? that you're. Oh, there it's it on. So it's it's lit up. I don't empowered. see my. No, it's lit up and powered uh, by the phone. And, good, and good. if you've got USB three. So uh, what's funny is that this won't work with most of TCL's phones. Um, because you do need proper USB three and uh, display output. Yeah, so which I think the, the Pro HDMI two. Output. Yeah, the the, the twenty Pro, not the Pro two. The uh, the twenty Pro, it, I think, is the 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 first to be supported. Uh, wonder if the the ten Pro would probably be supporting it as well, but I, I'm not sure. I don't think the ten Pro had uh, USB three. Uh, USB three, the the full support for USB three. Um, but okay. I, yeah, I could. Yeah, you, you, can, you can throw this on a Velvet. Yeah, and, no, no, and no. Do screen plus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I am ridiculously excited for this, and I'm gonna have it for just a little bit of family visiting time too. So, I might try instead of taking a next doc, 
I might try to do a little traveling with just this headset and my little Microsoft Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. I would I would be interested to see uh, if how I mean. So to me, when I think of these, this, I mean, obviously there's the media consumption, obviously the first thing that hits you, you know, using it, watching movies, watching content, you know, being in the live stream, geeking out and all of that, obviously that glorious uh, display. But for me, it truly is like, you know, using um, like a a portable monitor uh, and just, you know, on a plane and you're sitting in, you know, tight spaces where you can't even unfold the dang laptop anymore. Um, Plug and then those all, in. all I would have is like that, like you've, because you've used my little Microsoft Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's absolutely. Just a little that... bit bigger than uh, a Surface Duo. Exactly. And pulled and... out. Um, and the thing I like about it is like, it, it looks so nerdy. Mm-hmm. But if I were to be wearing this at a cafe, I'd still be able to see a lot of what's happening around me. You don't exactly. feel completely... In, um, encapsulated yeah no yeah, I, I, it, yeah it's not immersive it's really not it does it is like you know right now i'm looking at a monitor and i can see uh, off of my peripheral vision what's happening in the side of my room it's not tremendously different than that only mm-hmm. with the headset on i can't see my ceiling so it, when when the displays are off is there any pass-through capabilities what do you mean like if you see, like, is it truly encased inside, like behind the display? If the screens are off, there's nothing you could see, right? It's all darkness. So they're they're not going to ever have a. It's, there's no like. Remember how yeah. cardboard used to have, or or even uh, Samsung used to have it with their uh, VR, the the Gear VR. They used to have a pass through mode where they enabled the camera on the outside. But since this is not a smartphone, no, I'm just it wondering. It, yeah, yeah, it doesn't uh, have anything anything like that. You're you're mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to see forward. And like I said, okay. you know, like for where my hands were, I think it was kind of around here. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like I'm not going to wear this and operate a motor vehicle or something <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> it's not <laughs> no, no, AR. I... It's not VR. Like I said, the closest thing that you would compare this to are those old Sony cinema displays. Yeah, but no. so much more travelable. Oh, absolutely! Like, Small enough, you don't, and, and have you don't even that have huge visor thing that that and bolts. D- there's to your no face. power. There's no batteries, right? It powers the entire thing through the USB C. So and, and 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 like they don't even have HDMI inputs or anything. It is just if your USB-C. laptop, your desktop, or your phone supports USB C for the display, mm-hmm. then they'll work. And if not, then they're they're a paperweight. <laughs> well, I, they're they're definitely something that you have in your travel bag. I think that they they fit, and it, they're intended to be used uh, in more of a, a resting position. So you're sitting down. Obviously, it's not going to be something where you're going to stand up and start, you know, watching and interacting. Yeah. And there's no tracking. There's no movement. There's not going to be any joysticks to and, this. And I, I don't know that I would love them. Um, so far, I mean, like again, I, I I got them this afternoon, so my my experience here is pretty limited, and I. I'm not I thought you were going to publish a review, man. What the heck, man? What, yeah, I know. Up? I mean, tens of minutes. I should have my full, conclusive, in-depth review on them already done. You're, you're, you're slacking, um, bro. I, I, I want to say... pretty B-roll that fast. Uh, um, I understand, the, uh, yes. B-roll the, is important. The way that these are built, and I don't know if this will be any different for like the, the, the actual retail production model. I'm, I'm sure they're, this is pretty well finished, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know what kind of tweaks. The way these are built, I don't know that this is something you'd want to sweat profusely on. So for like fitness or workouts, like say you were just, you know, walking on a treadmill. Oh, absolutely. Or yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I As opposed to having your phone 20 feet away. Fit. Yeah. I, 
I, I don't think that's the gig. Um, but but immediately putting Netflix in a window and pulling up Microsoft Word to write a script and and having that canvas in front of you like you were sitting in front of a pretty big monitor. Yeah, or watching, yeah, working on your TV and you worked, you're projecting to the monitor. <laughs> worked really good. Um, worked really well. And they do have some 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 little speaker pass through. So, okay. so there's sound. I, I don't I don't know how much I'll rely on that, but they do kind of float audio just over your ears. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't sound like earbuds. It does sound like kind of speakers in air, but the illusion doesn't work. Like if you have a sound bar under your TV and you've got that fixed point of where that audio is coming from, mm -hmm. um, the illusion doesn't quite land. But again, it's like a good halfway point. If you absolutely needed the audio to be more attached to the display you're yeah. looking at, it kind of works. But I'd still probably just throw on some Bluetooth earbuds. I think the S600s would, do, would work perfectly. More discreet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Some nice, nice TCL buds uh, to to support <laughs> sweaty, <laughs> sweat profusely on. <laughs> I, see, you say words like that, and then you have Aditya jump in in the conversation. That's always it's it's always. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, he's giving me some good ideas for like paywall content. Absolutely. I mean, if well, there's anyone who's into that, I, I mean, like, I, 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 I don't mind monetizing it. I'm going to say that definitely he'll be one of the managers. He'll be one of the admins. He'll make sure all, all, all everybody's, uh, everybody's in the chat correctly. Um, so th those are some of the things I think uh, one of the uh, things that I was really excited about when I first tried them on was the, 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 the ability of just, like I said, just having them accessing them, you know, wherever you are. Uh, I think TCL bringing them and hopefully, you know, making it more, uh, I guess we still don't know necessarily when it's going to be available in the U.S., but I know they announced it at MWC, so it's more of yeah. the, the the tech is there. They're ready to bring it to to consumers. Well, and we're really and, excited. And this definitely feels again. I'm using like using this, and it was it was uh, very aggressively explained to me that this is not <laughs> retail product that they're sending me. Um, even using it in the state that it's in right now, this feels phenomenally well polished so mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's a it's a product that i'm sure i'm sure tcl doesn't have huge designs on these exploding like no, that's that's the wrong word i don't mean like literally i mean like blowing up in, in terms of consumer popularity like this I, isn't a product that i think they're going to be making so many of that they expect it to start becoming like a true part of their lineup that starts eating into TV sales. That's, oh, that's yeah. not what I think they think this is going to be at all. I, I don't, and I don't think that's what they're building it as. It, it, this is an accessory. Well, I take that back. This is a, so it's hard to tell. So we keep in mind, TCL is known for their displays, right? They're known for their TVs. I mean, their, their smartphone line of devices is all around gorgeous displays with different configurations that to support them, right? You have the entry, the midpoint, the mid range and the, and the, and the flagship side. Uh, but at the end, when you're looking at it, is this is a, another accessory to be able to enjoy content on a TCL display. It just happens to be a portable one. Um, you know, the whole, I think at, at launch, from what I understand, like, you know, they said that it was going to be supporting the 20 Pro. Uh, but I think, as you saw there, that it will more than likely potentially support other devices that could be, that should be able oh, to support. Let, let's, let's not even say more than likely. I, I love that TCL strategy on this is actually mm -hmm. to get ahead of their phones. Yeah. One of their major product lines is, are, are displays. 
uh, folding yep. displays, bendy displays, traditional TVs. Um, I'm waiting th- for that, that rollable is, display. I want that scroll, that man. I want. I want their Indiana Jones level bread and butter reputation building segments for consumer electronics. Mm-hmm. So, if you're gonna do something like this, um, I, I I think it's a, it's actually a bolder move to put it out there, knowing that like the majority of people that would take advantage of a luxury portable headset display like this Mm -hmm. probably don't own TCL phones, but this product is already going to work with a TV by the way. Yeah. They may not have a TCL phone already have. Exactly. And what I'm saying is essentially is even if they may not yet know that TCL makes phones or they may have an Alcatel or something like that, they more than likely know somebody that has a TCL TV. (laughs) <laughs> like a Roku TV, something something that references into yeah. what they're known. They they're very big in that market, and I think that's their biggest uh, strength. Which I feel like it's, and I'm loving the fact that they they don't try to you know cop out of it. They're, they're literally owning it. This is like we are the display. We are going to give you a good, a very good experience consuming media, be it on the large screen, oh, sure. the smartphone, and now portable. Which I feel like is but is I, the right. But but the, yeah, I, I agree. The, the The point that I'm trying to make though is. I feel like the death of daydream came from way too limited mm-hmm. a, a number of launch devices, like getting date. Remember like daydream launched and it was like, well, okay, we can play it on this one phone. It was one oh, pixel. I think it was and, the pixel. And, uh, yeah. The first initial pixel. And then like a couple months after that, now we can also use it on an Axon. Cool. But it took so long to build any type. We didn't really build any momentum. That's why it no, died. And it was the same a thing big... like um, with LG Friends. If you remember, oh, the G5 had I that there. VR headset. <laughs> I, but I, you made I it had... a proprietary accessory That's to that great. one phone. This is not a proprietary accessory. I've already no. used it on an LG, a Samsung, um, a TCL, a and on a laptop. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just shows up as a screen so it just becomes as 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 versatile as one of my portable portable monitors like my y max it is now probably not gonna make it into my laptop bag (laughs) if if i can pack something like this instead and not have to worry about a, a, a 15 inch slab of glass to use as an alternative display uh, so one thing I'm probably wondering, and I think somebody asked that question earlier, is uh, have you been able to notice any any information about the power draw? Like how how is is it is it like a percent per minute kind of thing? Have you noticed any any dramatic use when you're using it? No, okay. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's drawing power. I oh, yeah. have to believe it's less than this like my lapel or my WiMAX at portable okay. screens um, because these are these are micro displays no, but it is yeah. 1080p micro displays but it, um, is too, it, yeah. it, it definitely will have an effect on battery life that i haven't measured how far yet so i need to see um i i, I say and, put it through a, a star wars trilogy uh you know go 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 with like the series just do do the first three I and then... godzilla i oh I, you gonna, I, oh, okay I, I, get I got shin godzilla on blu-ray and, yeah, and i've yeah, watched yeah. it more times than I should have for having just gotten it like two weeks ago. I, um, but I no, it. It, it, it's really what I need to do is kind of measure it out because when, when you use like, say you're using it with decks, mm-hmm. this is kind of a brilliant use case scenario for a desktop mode 
because whatever True. power draw the phone is sending to the headset, it's not sending to your phone screen. Well, I, I t- take that back. Keep in mind, Dex typically doesn't turn off the display. So if you're using Dex on, let's say, the yes Yeah, but Screen Plus does. Screen, yes. I, but I, what I meant was mostly with the, with the Dex experience. Dex requires you to have your display on because if you lock your phone... I think if I forget if it's if you let the phone's display go to sleep, then it's fine. But if you lock the phone, it locks Dex, um, and you have to unlock your phone to be able to access Dex back in. And then the other thing that you'd also need to keep in mind is with Dex, uh, you lose your. Well, I mean, if you're using the the touchpad on the phone, then you lose the touchpad if you turn off. The no, display. but my 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 chief use case for this would be mm-hmm. like watching watching a movie while writing a script. Ah. Writing th- and, writing, and I'm yeah. not going to do that on a touchscreen. I'm going to bring my Bluetooth keyboard. Mm-hmm. And if I already have to have a keyboard out, might as well bring my mouse and everything I can do to... I, I've got to put these on so I can kind of see. Yeah, they do have uh, a little sensor so that the screens will turn off when they detect that your face isn't isn't in them. But if when, I when you're off, when you're not in the matrix, the matrix recognizes that you're not in the matrix. Yeah, is that what so you're so I can turn off the phone screen, and Dex is still running. Yeah, Dex is still on. I I, oh. I was pretty sure that that was still a. I mean, again, I felt like I, maybe screen I'm plus from an earlier... copied that from Dex. I felt like <laughs> LG ripped that off of Samsung. <laughs> they they didn't. Or, they or didn't. maybe Huawei, maybe Honor did it first. I can't remember, but. Yeah, so this this is still powered. It's still on my phone yeah. screen. Honor that uh, Honor does allow you to if the phone goes to sleep by itself, it doesn't disable uh, EMUI desktop, yeah. but or at least so, the, so Huawei does. But yeah, so what I need to do is try and come up with. So this is going to take so long. The, what I need to do is come up with doing one task mm-hmm. from the phone screen, doing the same task using the phone screen as like a trackpad and as a yep. keyboard. And then doing the same task with the phone screen completely off. And I I wonder, my hypothesis would be the power draw would balance the two little tiny displays pulling uh, maybe a little bit more juice just because of the enclosure and the, the brightness that you need to crank them at, but negligible if you're operating your phone with the screen off. No, I, I, it makes perfect sense. Um one thing to ask, uh, do you think that this would be something that people that wear glasses can use? No. Because it, it... No, no, no. So no because, I, yeah, it, it's it's all... It, I mean, you saw when I pulled them off that I, yeah. I had, like, the little pressure pads on yeah, my yeah. nose. There's no no additional clearance. So if if you need any type of vision correction, glasses are out. You, you've got to wear but contacts. It doesn't, it doesn't have any kind of correction like the way we had with the Gear VR or, you know, with the Quest or so Oh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I can show you. It's got nothing. Yeah. Okay. The, the no, only good, thing good. up top is is now a sweat mark from my forehead grease <laughs> and um uh, that that little sensor. Right up there. Yeah, I, so I think Marie good... has already tried them out, um, mm-hmm. and she thought they were really cool too. But she, the first thing she said is like, "Oh, I can only use these with my contacts in." And and the thing is, for me, I wear, I don't wear contacts with so it. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, the good thing is, I, so I, I I have to say though, it's it's definitely very. 
um, when I tested them, I, I didn't, it wasn't as hard to try to, to see. Cause I think what they showed me back then was a video. They were running a video mm. on one of their devices that just, it was just literally like a, a loop. So the video seemed like it was running fine. I think it was a demo video for the, for the glasses. But, um, if you remember that the, the year where they had that clamshell foldable display yeah. uh, at CES, that was the same year I got a chance to try them on. Right I, on. I, so I tried them out in their little desk demo area before they went to the show floor. Um, I got a chance to have some hands-on with that foldable phone that uh, apparently everybody and their mom got a chance to check out. But uh, after, <laughs> I think somebody bent it so much, they had to put it behind the glass. Nobody could touch it anymore. So that yeah. was, uh, it was, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be taking these for an extended test drive. Uh, Not while you drive, like said, right? Not while, well, so Just here's kidding. it. Like, I, I, you know, if you if said, we really road trip, like we think we might, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife and I are both like, we don't need to be in an office. Lex is out of school. Like if we just get in the car one day and just start going, we man. could just go. Um, so I kind of want to test it under that idea. Like zoom calls for the win, man. That's just, that's all. I mean, right? if you don't, if you don't need to be on camera, this is going to be the one to get in. You just jump in oh, and do your and thing. And the very first photo I took of it, I, I, I had it next to my one plus. So I plugged it into my one plus and all it's doing is screen mirroring because the Android desktop mode is useless. Oh, oh um, yeah. So you could you could frame yourself. Okay. That, I, I, <laughs> so so I was taking a photo from the rear selfie and it was because I could just look right through it. I, I mean, like I might need to shoot a video that way because like my framing was Awesome. <laughs> it was on point. I was going to say, yeah, because if you can't see it, uh, like Steve, Steve DeRoche is saying is like, uh, Star Trek, beam me up, beam me up, Juan. Take me, we're going to the next level. I love that. Um, so obviously this was something that was announced. I think, you know, we're, we're going to see more, more content from, from you, obviously, very, hopefully very soon. Yeah, um, just uh, be safe, stay safe and don't drive with these guys. No, I don't, no, care. I mean, I don't the, care if the one plus nine is the end of, of that joke that I was going to make is like, while my wife is taking a shift, I'll have an incredible like display to to watch movies and and to to do my writing on. By by so. the time yeah, by the time your shift is back up, you're like, dude, I feel so relaxed right now. Right. I, just watch, I watch Shin Godzilla. I'm I'm good. I'm ready for another four hours, hun. So, so what go. what I need what I need to do though is because I get I get pretty bad motion sickness. Will watching a movie with these on while in a car oh, trigger that's my motion that, sickness? Uh, Fingers it's a, crossed. It's a potentially crossed. super gross experiment. Let's do it. Go. Yes. Not, nothing. I'm hoping nothing that Dramamine won't fix. Let's just say that. <laughs> I would start off with Dramamine, get in the car. And uh, yeah, no, I think I think it'll be good. Um, so that was that was one of the bigger things. I think I, I saw it this morning. I was really excited. to. Well, not this morning, like later in the afternoon. I saw when yeah. you posted it. Uh, and I was very excited for you. So I'm definitely very happy, uh, very, very jealous. But, you know, um, I can't do anything about that part. That's that's just how it is. I I I have to believe that if they're going to be tapping some other reviewers out here, after I send them back, (laughs) (laughs) the way we do it usually, we we do the whole round. I just I I just sent my uh, uh, Xperia back to Sony. So, like, if I I mean, you know, I could send these back, or I could just drive over and drop them off at TK's place and save you a FedEx label. We'll have to, we'll have to work out some stuff, and I'd love to get the details of, of your experience using them. I'm actually very jealous, but realistically, I'm also very happy that you get a chance to check them out because it's something that 
um, it is so different and refreshing. That's the weird part about it. It's just, yeah. it's almost like when you get something, when you get something that is just not a glowing rectangle, not that I want to plug your subreddit or anything. Uh, but you know, it, it is truly, it, it's nice to see something like that. And it seriously looks pretty well polished. I mean, it, you could have fooled me by saying is. that this was the production uh, style. I mean, it looks that good. I mean, and it also came in like a cute little case, just what they kind of packaged it all together. I, oh, the I'm, thing I'm, I like I'm, about stuff like this is it seems kind of out there, uh-huh. but like it's so easy to get, you know, like I didn't have to explain anything to my wife. I asked her to like come over here to the dining room table and I put them on her face and they were plugged into my laptop at the time. And she was like, oh, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. I mean, like I, I didn't have to say a word, you know, I, I, I like that this is. In a world of, of like VR headsets and AR, you know, features in our phones, something like this is actually almost old school cool and is super easy to grok. I mean, you the only questions that you kind of have to feel like, oh, can I play like VR games on this? And you're like, well, no, there's no. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. And then, and, and then they're done. You're like, oh, OK, well, yeah, that's really neat. And you, you don't have to sit there and try and, fit, you know, like guide them through what the tech might 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 really be. It it just seems natural, like you know, it's like, it's like a big display on glasses that you're wearing on on your face. That's the best way to describe it. Um, question: Did you get a chance to to see how the refresh rate is? Do you did they mention the, the refresh rate on this? Is it sixty? Is it or is it thirty? Do you... I think it's sixty. Okay. I don't know what I need to do, and what I'm planning on doing a little tomorrow, just for some of my own in house testing. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be doing any serious battery testing just because it takes way too long and I've got other things to do this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but what uh, what I might be able to do is play around in Windows and Windows should report back what the specs are for the attached display. But I think it's 1080p 60. Yeah, no, no. I, I think you mentioned the 1080p. I was just wondering because that's either 30 or 60. So I think if 60 would be nice, especially for as I think uh, Michael was uh, was mentioning, he'd love to be able to do some racing games. So maybe, some, uh, you know, Asphalt 9 in there. Uh, but yeah, I was sure. more I was thinking more of like, you know, if you want to play Undead Horde or if you're trying to play any kind of game that needs at least a 60 FPS to kind of be decent as opposed to, oh, you know, yeah. you know, you know what, that's, like, that's actually a pretty good test. And yeah. also, you know, uh, <laughs> for all the phones that are struggling the... to maintain 60 FPS. In a dead I know. Bar. I know. It's <sighs> such a such a such a beautiful transition, is it? Isn't it kind of like right? that's a great segue. I loved it. Great segue. Um, so one of the other things that has been going on, I think a lot of people have been uh, I think uh, Alt uh, Tech, Alt Tech. Sorry. Uh, kind of tagged tagged us both on the uh, the conversation that's been going on with uh, I guess mm-hmm. OnePlus, right? What's going on with OnePlus, is, uh, especially the nine and the nine Pro? Um, there was a big news posted in um, on some of the art, some of the companies, sorry, the news reporting agencies. I guess the best way to say it, sites um, that they were delisted from uh, major benchmarking applications. So yes, uh, you're you're holding the OnePlus Nine Pro, and if I'm not, and if I not, if I don't drop Reach. everything on the floor. Well, I, I need to do it, but I keep forgetting I have headsets on now. You know, mm-hmm. we got the OnePlus Nine Pro, so we cover both. Uh, you know, the aspects in there, but um, and as I'm as I'm talking, I'm actually it just feels weird talking without headphones. By the way, it's right, I'm, and I can't hear you, but <laughs> I, I just don't. Um, so the conversation essentially, like yeah, it feels weird. Like it's too quiet for the sake of be, being quiet. Um, but with this heat, I cannot wear the DT770s in this room without turning on like mass amount of fans. And I don't want to uh, blow yeah, it gets, you guys. It gets humid. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
So the conversation is essentially that they got the, they got removed, and the statement that we got from OnePlus is during their optimizations, during their normal course of optimizing the system and improvements into the experience on OnePlus devices, uh, that they typically tend to tailor their their systems for uh, specific applications, and then um, some in some areas, it, it basically they're helping to optimize the battery to preserve battery life. That's their primary pro- references. They wanted to preserve battery life, so they optimize certain apps to run in a specific way. Uh, we've talked about them, I think, in the past yourself as well on uh, on social media, where we talked about or was mentioning is the throttling that we've had with with games. You know how how the gaming experience on a OnePlus Nine is. Um, it's slightly more controlled, tailored, um, and so the the question is that kind of came in. I think a lot of people are concerned about this. Is is obviously, you know, a what 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 are you doing? What's going on? Why are you getting delisted? These, these things you don't want to hear about your favorite devices. You don't want to hear about conversations like that. And at least from the way I'm looking at it right now, is this? I mean, Oxygen OS as an as an operating system is an, an evolving experience. We've seen OnePlus. So I'll say this back. Back in the days, you know, the big news that we always heard about was the fact that OnePlus would maybe fudging the numbers when it came down to benchmarks. You know, like they're they're pushing performance up all the way to get it, to get to get a really good benchmark numbers, but it wasn't really reflecting reality. I think OnePlus UI elements and everything running on them right now, the way the nine and the nine Pro operate, they run absolutely fine. I didn't I did not notice at least in my usage, where I've, I've noticed this massive degradation of performance because a couple of applications were were optimized to run and maybe save battery. So I, I don't know why. I guess I'm not as upset. Maybe that's the best way to say it. I'm not. I'm not surprised, but I'm also yeah. not necessarily. You know, I mean, this is something that I would imagine OnePlus would be doing. You know, well, optimizing. Yeah, you, you're. you're... I'm 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 feeling what you're I'm picking up what you're putting down there, TK. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling you. Here's here's the issue. Um, first of all, I, I do want to credit the phenomenal work done by Anantech. Um, yeah. Because if you want the real technical breakdown, skip over all of the outlets that are just putting out the crazy skies falling headline and yeah, yeah. oversimplifying their analysis because they don't come to definitive conclusions because they don't have the data. Mm-hmm. And if you're really a tech enthusiast, you should care about the proper, um, you know, the proper prediction uh, or, or the proper hypothesis that is being tested by the data that they're collecting. So I have to throw a huge shout out to, to the, to the guys at Anantech because this is a very complicated um, problem. And I do think it's a problem. I think it's always going to be a problem when a company does not deliver proper disclosure to their consumers with what's happening on their pocket computer. Mm-hmm. And to your point, TK, I, I think what's most frustrating about this, what OnePlus has done is the opposite of benchmark rigging. Traditionally, benchmark rigging is where you tuck away a secret high performance mode that only shows up when you run a benchmark. The moment it recognizes, it boosts, yeah, it over and it, overperforms. And the consumer does not have access to that tier of power in any other application. Mm-hmm. OnePlus is doing the opposite. The Snapdragon 888 already runs and games benchmarks really well. It is very good 
at spiking to a crazy high level of performance for very brief periods of time. So the way that Geekbench conducts their tests to create an aggregate score, Qualcomm is already kind of gaming how Geekbench creates their their benchmark uh, and, system. And, and we see that with, and at least so, so far with the amount of devices that I've had my hands on with that run the 888, it's mm-hmm. crazy, crazy that they all perform almost the exact same way. There's Well, not there, anymore, though. Have you no, gone no, through I, your Xiaomi's? Because Xiaomi's... So After I haven't run Xiaomi's, but I, no, no, no. So for me, so lately I've been knee deep in the, uh, you know, the oh, real, right, right. yeah, yeah. So I, I, I haven't been okay, playing so with my, Xiaomi's. My Mi 11i took over a 10% hit um, oh. when uh, 12.5 came out. But anyway, sorry, sorry, okay. to, to, sorry, to, to sorry. wrap up, wrap up what's, what's going on here with OnePlus. Um, so what OnePlus is doing is certain applications get to tap all that power, but mm-hmm. they've created a blacklist of applications that get shuffled off to lower performance cores. So you've got, if you have an 888, you've got eight cores. You've got one big big X1 performance core. You've got three high performance cores and you've got four low performance cores. And a lot of these apps aren't even going to the middle performance cores. They're They're getting kicked all the way down to the low power cores. I'm so frustrated with OnePlus because I want that as a feature I can control. I don't want that as a secret blacklist that I have no control over. Because if you gave me the same kind of game mode, mm-hmm. but you, I could tell the phone, hey, when I play Dead Cells, crank the GPU, give me the full refresh rate of the screen and kick up the performance because I want 120 hertz on Dead Cells. When I open up Twitter, I degaff <laughs> like i could not care less if i were on my lowest power cores so save me the battery i'm so mad because this is a feature i've wanted but i just want control over it and again i feel like if oneplus had been up front with how they were doing this power conditioning mm-hmm. not only would there not have been a backlash i i think a lot of people would have appreciated this feature in the much the same way that Samsung has enhanced mode on the S21. I get salty about that because I don't think they do a very good job of telling consumers it's there. They Out of the box, yeah, your S21 so. performs like an S10. I at best just to save you. I mean, if you don't know, you're and right. It's not if even you don't that know. much battery. <laughs> No, no, no. It, it's not even that. It, it's a 1080p 60 resolution experience that is set out of the box. They've been doing that for years with their QHD displays, which always drove me crazy. Um, but it, it, it is something you're right. It is something that you feel like, like if you had access to this, if you had access to this type of scheduler um, to be able to allow you to manage what part of what uh, what performance level these applications can run, which is similar to what what we typically see with gaming modes on devices like uh, the Realme GT, uh, you know, their yeah. game enhancer app, three profiles, power, ba- power management standard and same thing with Sony. Mode. And Sony has the exact same thing. And, Those and are Sony things- lets you do all the screen customizing in there. If you want to do like 240 hours, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's silly. It is so silly because again, OnePlus is one of those companies where they got caught for benchmark rigging. I believe it was 5T or 6. It was sometime it was a, in there. It was, it was a couple of generations. One For two generations of phones, there was a... But this is the company that just 
nerds flip out if there's any potential controversy. It's their so baby. like uh, so when the the OnePlus five, I think it was the OnePlus five came out. The they had that controversy with the telephoto camera. There was yeah, and, but there was also the Jello effect in the UI. No 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 no, no. like hold yeah. one second because Jello effect that's a thing. But I'm getting to another point here. Um, they had a telephoto camera that was really effectively like 1.6 x telephoto from the main sensor. Oh and yeah, they yeah, would yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Crop in in and like they would sort of upscale so and that they, you could get was... to a, a proper 2x zoom. But yeah. it was software. So they got tagged for that. Well, for the OnePlus 7 Pro, they gave us a real optical three times zoom, but they used a 12 megapixel sensor and cropped down to an eight megapixel image. But it really is an optical effect for that three times zoom. And of course, all of the gadget blogs went crazy. Oh, see, look, OnePlus is lying about their cameras again. And you're like, no. That's different. And so now, because they got caught once benchmark rigging, this whole affair with Geekbench, with them getting delisted from Geek Geekbench stats, is only reinforcing OnePlus cheats at benchmarks. And they absolutely aren't. But they're doing something that is frustrating for some consumers. And for me, I, I'm always going to say it's a huge no-no to mm -hmm. mess with the performance of the phone and not, not explain sure. to your consumers, or not explain to your customers what's going on with your phone. But it's not cheating a benchmark. No, it isn't. But uh, this is this is partially where I always get frustrated whenever we get an update, and the only description we get with the update, the change log, is minor fixes and bug, minor bug, uh, minor bug fixes and system improvement, which you have no idea what that means. Um, yeah. And it seems like it's a little bit more than in in OnePlus nine and nine Pro have received quite a bit of updates since uh, since mm -hmm. launch. So it's not something but somewhere that in one of those updates was performance, performance optimization, optimization. And, it, and it meant you know tailored experience on you know on a per app basis based on a selection of that of their of theirs which we had no control over. Yeah. So um, so this is this is a real bad look for OnePlus, and I don't want to try and diminish that I how how I feel this is kind of scummy. Because um, I, I hate how Samsung has done this, which means mm -hmm. I like this less than how I like how Samsung has done this. Um, but but it, it is a different conversation than OnePlus is cheating. And not, that, yeah, this that's, that nuance is is critical. And that's also why I want to point people, don't read the stupid editorializing, go straight to an Antec to see their data. Because they actually show their work. All of these other outlets commenting on this, none of them performance test. TK and I are two of the only North American reviewers that actually try. And it's not easy <laughs> to do this consistently. And you have a whole team of editors in, at Anantec that that that's their whole job. That's all they do. They don't, have, they don't have to really review much else on the phone because that's their gig. So it's um it, it's it's infuriating to me where people that never judged Apple on their performance for things like battery throttling, many of them didn't even notice that the S20 and S21s had these enhanced modes that critically throttled performance are now up in arms that oh, OnePlus is is destroying the performance of your most popular apps. 
And you're like, you don't even know what that means because you can't even show me how exactly. you would test the performance of those apps. Like you can't even, sh- you can't even demonstrate how performance is affected by different power conditioning modes. So I'm not impressed with your editorial on this topic. There's always going to be, um, it, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's a catchy tagline that I think everybody just gets on repeat. It becomes a, a repeat kind of a situation. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's obviously, you know, so OnePlus did kind of make a statement. They finally did make a statement about it. Um, I think it's, it seems like this is the the direction that they're trying to go, optimizing, scheduling different experiences. And my only goal, or at least I would say, like you said, it's maybe allow us to have more control on the user side. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with having a default profile. Like, let's say, give us a, give us the ability of configuring. Like, I just mode. want it built into the battery settings, just like on Sony and, and Samsung. Exactly. I mean, they know. already have the perfect model for it. And, and OnePlus isn't responsible for this SOC. Um, this this is every, every manufacturer has done something. They, they try to alter the performance profile of the 888. But if, if, if OnePlus needed to learn this lesson the hard way, um, I, what I hope they'll learn is give us the toggle. Mm -hmm. You already have a game mode. Now give us better low power power management modes. Give us something like HS power control. Give us better, uh, or, more granular battery charging um, windows or, or, or uh, uh, power profiles. Th- this is silly. A- and if you're at OnePlus and like OnePlus is ever going to watch our podcast, you have to know that the backlash to any perceived manipulation mm-hmm. is going to be brutal in the techie community Apple can get away with it. Samsung can get away with it. No one else can. And especially not OnePlus because OnePlus has the biggest target on their back right now. Well, yeah, uh, we, we kind of covered that up also a couple of times, like a few weeks, maybe a month or so ago, once we, once the announcement of LG kind of, uh, you know, came to light, it's, uh, every once time LG I'm, was no longer the whipping boy. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm calling it like, I know a lot of people say it's going to be Moto or Sony or, some of these other companies it, um, it's a close it's, it's a close it's competition totally yeah not, not, it's not a spot anybody wants to be in it's a weird position to be um i feel like OnePlus over the years have done i mean so for for all of the things that they've obviously all of the the controversy and maybe the conversations that have been going on the reality is i mean they've also done a lot of improvements into just bringing to me and becoming more of a, a brand that people can are actually able to check out and work with i mean like realistically we have they are in stores. People can actually compare them to a Samsung yeah. or a Pixel or so on, where this conversation wasn't even a thing maybe three years ago when, you know, OnePlus was a very much an enthusiast uh, word of mouth type of an experience. Now, uh, you know, I say the word OnePlus and people are like, oh, yeah, 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 the OnePlus 7, OnePlus 7 Pro. They know what we're talking about. Yeah, my um, mom still has a has a 6T. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, my brother, sister-in-law and my mom mm-hmm. are on an 8, 7T and 7 Pro. And, you know, and then we got the nine pro here. I, I even asked my mom, like, hey, they didn't ask for the 8T back and you have the 6T. Would you want to swap them out? And she went like, no, no, my phone is still more powerful than your dad's new pixel. Oh, we're doing that. OK, OK. okay. The Bagnell house is throwing some shade, some massive shade over there. <laughs> 
I'm not going to come over for Christmas anymore. My mom is, anymore. is is absolutely nerdcore. It's so great. And she's I, rocking her Tesla with her one plus. I, dude. Um, no, I, I, yeah, no. And uh, I, I love my Tesla. I, I just have to say that, that, that this will be my only token conversation. I really, really like my Tesla. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that though, dude. I mean, be enthusiastic and be happy about it. Cause like. Dude. Seriously, it's it's a fun experience. I'm enjoying being in the car. Uh, Adam is in the chat with us, also hanging out with us. Uh, you know, he has the best of both worlds. He has the Supra and the te- and the Tesla sitting in the same household. So I I, I want to be on Team Adam myself. Um, it it is definitely a um, it's an experience. It's a different type of car, and it is once you try it, once you drive it, um, you truly appreciate what what it, why why people say they like it let's just say that it's one thing to hear people say i like my tesla but it's another thing to say oh i understand now i understand yeah. that when i accelerate everybody's like 20 miles behind me <laughs> i'm not saying i flower floor it but mm-hmm. it's fun um mm-hmm. come to texas dude you you know we would do it in a heartbeat uh at some point now, we do need texas, to can the texas electrical grid support charging a tesla or if you plug in a Tesla in Texas, will just the whole state brown out? Is that, is been, that where it, we're at now? I I, I don't I, I want to say it's been doing See, well. We have these things in California called regulators. So when we have these kind of rolling brownouts, um, we just don't shut down the state for multiple days. So I, it's, I, it's it's kind of the same, but it's a little different. We we just need to get a uh, that new Lightning, the F one fifty Lightning, where it powers your house from the car. <laughs> we and we'll be able to do it. <laughs> Just mm. not the AC or heat. Feel that? I know, I know. You and I'm Adam just not the AC or heat. <laughs> so now, I'm just, now I'm just punching down. Now I'm just picking on someone. Okay, uh, I'll stop. Dude, <laughs> I, if there is one thing that's been running and keeping me alive for the last so however long, it's the AC. I don't so need the no heat. Just we don't even use the heat in the winter. <laughs> just just to wrap up the OnePlus, um, yeah, just to wrap no. up the OnePlus storyline, I think another thing that was just critically disappointing the the whole story broke the day after OnePlus announced that they were going to be improving the window on software support starting with the OnePlus 8 yeah. um where the lesser expensive phones like the Nord are going to be getting 3 years of security patches oh, which yeah. is absolutely correct that i'm yeah. i'm so fine with an N10 or an N100 not getting 3 versions of Android but to leave people out in the cold for security patches is kind of a bummer. And now that's that's fine. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, yeah. And then from the OnePlus 8 on, getting three full versions of Android. And you're like, here, we're actually watching the company make a commitment to a better tier of support on phones that were already sold below the competitive pricing of mm. comparable Samsungs and Apples. And you're like, that's oh, great. Yeah. So, of course... They also have to do something and get caught pulling a dumb shenanigan, <laughs> like throttling social media apps. It, well, I mean, but the conversation on the throttle, com- you know, we've been talking about <laughs> throttling. Actually, gaming, okay, yeah. okay out of, that, that comment from Tech Odyssey, that's because they throttled the CPU. So you save the battery. So it will last three years. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. And I love it. <laughs> Dang it, Adam. Okay. I don't know what you're drinking, man, but you better share. Um, <laughs> on it. He's on fire. I love it. Uh, why, uh, DTR wants to segue into a conversation a little bit more about Pixel's, uh, Pixel 6 conversation, which sure. um, I'll, I'll actually jump in slightly ahead of that because I saw some more leaks around the Pixel 5a that was also uh, yeah, you know, so we're doing still that little uh, see that in August. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, but so we finally see it at the FCC. So that that at least part of it says it is a device. It is happening. We knew it was happening. It's just it's a little bit later than 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 what it was last year. I think that's primarily what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my question would be: Is that, I mean, do you think it would be a benefit for them to have them so close to the Pixel Six launch? I mean, or would yeah. they want to give them some space? Because I, I feel I, like. Honestly- Honestly, at this point, um, you, so ultimately, yes. So the, the reason why, mm-hmm. um, Pixel 4a, solid phone. It's oh. really, it's such a good phone. Sold in pre-sales before it was even on shelves, yeah. But we are carrying over that transition now where general consumer interest, whether or not they can really benefit from mm-hmm. 5G, people are increasingly going to want to buy a phone that supports it. Now, now the window is, hey, if I hold on to my phone for two years, it's likely I'll get some flavor of sub six 5G. I mean, they're not saying sub six in millimeter wave, but they'll. Oh, nobody said. Yeah, they just throw the, no the, one the main is looking moniker. At, yeah. yeah, no one is looking at picking up a cheap LTE phone anymore. So really, all I need them to do, yeah. you keep the, the 4A 5G um, pretty much in the same state that it's in right now. You don't need to do much of anything to that phone, but I need a Pixel 5a that catches up the dual camera sensors. Maybe can give us a little bit of a battery bump, although Mm -hmm. even that I'd say is a lesser concern given the target market for a smaller phone, Yeah, but giving us some kind of support for 5G. And And I think this is the... It, it's crazy like how 5g has gotten since the since when we first started like seriously when we you and i went and first started talking about sprint 5g back in the day mm-hmm. with sprint implementation in the 400s and everybody else was still running basically a, a 5g moniker but lte speeds for the most part oh yeah it, it is really crazy to see that in my neighborhood in my neck of the wood that i don't even live in a very dense metropolitan area that i'm getting 650 down on t-mobile mm-hmm. that was yeah. just like whoa I mean, and that, obviously that was the Xperia 1 Mark III, but I was also able to replicate it on uh, the TCL 20 Pro, uh, you know, anything that supports 5G. And then I also have the N200 5G that's, uh, that I need to jump yeah. on as well, uh, which is also a 5G, a very budget friendly. And I feel like it's going to be around what the 5A is going to be. They're, they're, they're very much a conversation at the same point. Budget friendly, 5G connectivity, uh, and great experience of Android. Like, like almost a pure I experience. would be stoked. If you could get a Pixel 5a back up to 399, mm-hmm. but I'll even understand if it's like 449 or somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, like having that sort of official Google moniker with a 5G label and the smaller form factor version of it finally kind of catching up to the rest of the sort of mid-ranger 5G pack. I, it, you know, the 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 right time to launch that would have been four months ago, but the second best time to launch that is whenever you can get it to people. And yeah. so I don't think the timing on that is ever going to be so precious because the that's a completely different conversation. Like if you care about the most, the, having the longest period of time with a high performance phone, you buy Xiaomi because mm-hmm. then you can buy the newest chipset in January and you're good. Yep. But First if one. you're already shopping mid-ranger, your performance concerns are are not so time sensitive. And that's well, the same reason, that. like, I, don't, I don't care. Like if, if the Sony, uh, the Xperia one Mark three is coming out, um, you know, it, it's also going to be shipping in August too. 
August right? 19th is the, yeah. the official ship date uh, in the U.S. So I don't know if that means if, people if get it on the 19th. If you care about features, yeah. you're probably a little less concerned that, oh, no, this chipset is already eight months old. You know, like you just that 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 doesn't matter. You you get the newest version of whatever you get from Sony. That's mm-hmm. that's what you care about. Yeah, and it's the same thing. I think with a the Pixel, they're kind of timeless in that way. Um, a Pixel three A still feels like a brilliant little Mighty Mouse communicator. Dude, the Pixel three A XL. I, I I mentioned to you last week. Yeah, I, my mother in law is running it now. That's her daily driver now, and she moved up from an Honor Seven X. So to her, this was like light years in advancement of tech, large display. This is why I feel like like last year the the way they did the four A, the four A with the four A five G. They they put the four A five G as the XL model, and that came out later. And I love the fact that that was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this year seems like they're going more the round towards the direction of the six and the six pro, uh, being the, the flagship mid tier. But I feel like oh, the, yeah. the, the, a, the a series XL may have been kind of like just pulled off and then nobody's going to look at it well, anymore. What, what that, but that's kind of why I said, I, I, I feel like you could do a pixel five a and five a mm-hmm. XL, but the five a XL is just a four a five G. Yeah. And, and, but I think and, that's, and that's there, the experience that your... people want. If you want your four phone lineup, you just put a different sticker on the box for the 4A5G. But this you do, one is, you do catch this up. This one is the 4A5G. This one yeah. is the five. <laughs> don't don't peel that. Don't peel the don't peel the label off. That's just add the A. 5A and then XL. Add, yeah, and then some boxes you put the XL next to the A, and the other boxes you don't. No, I I get it. I think it's it's a good. <sighs> It's a good um, lineup, and and it gives people the the ability of picking which one they would prefer. Um, and the fact that you can actually see them at retail is also a very nice thing. I mean, we've gone on a long way from where Pixel was, uh, you know, a, a smartphone that only sold on Google.com, you know, like Google Store, and otherwise you couldn't find it anywhere else. Um, you know, uh, I love how Pixels are are seriously some of the best cameras on the market, regardless of the, which price point you go for. Uh, performance is very consistent, very, uh, very accurate. I mean, it, it's, it's, you can depend on it. Let's just say that. Um, and we keep getting new features, which is a crazy thing to say about a smartphone that you make, you make payments on and then, or you're done uh, and you're getting new features at that. You didn't even know have you needed. Have you rolled the July update for the pixel five? No, no, I, I, I've just got it installed. I really haven't even poked into it. I, I, I saw, yeah, it, it came out, I think, was it on Tuesday or Wednesday this week? This was, uh, you know, the, the initial data, but I, I didn't hear a lot of buzz around it, so I didn't get a chance to, to push that up. But, uh, I did receive an interesting update into, um, the Realme GT as I was filming my video. So, um, I'll say this, just to kind of transition this a little bit. It's been an interesting day. Today has been a very fighting fires type of day for me. And I say that because mm-hmm. it started in the morning with little mis- you know, little things going off in there. And then later on, we had a problem with the car. I had to go and kind of meet up with my wife to fix to replace the battery because that was dying. So there was a whole bunch of things going on. Um, and that forced me to finish fr- shooting my content for the, the real me, which I was hoping to post today uh, later in the afternoon. And as I was shooting my uh, my video, an update came up. Where, and and I'll I'll explain a little bit more. But essentially, is one of the up one of the main features uh, on the update. It said RAM. Um, I forgot the what is it called. Uh, it was increased RAM or RAM space or how to. Uh, let me get it, let me get it here. But essentially, the short answer is it was giving us the ability of uh, using hard drive or internal storage yeah, as a swap is, space as a swap space for RAM, virtually kind of adding or increasing the amount of RAM you have on your phone. Um, 
I initially saw that it wasn't download more RAM. Essentially, because make make more RAM. <laughs> it's like free RAM. Um, I saw it originally on the real on the red on the Reno Six Pro. Uh, I think it was at Frankie Tech over on. Uh, uh, I think we were able to find uh, the proper words for. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll touch base on that just one second, Aditya. So the short answer is, it, I found it to be very cool that they added this type of feature in here. It doesn't really do that much realistically on an eight gig device because I feel like eight gigs is already more than what you really need in 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 Realme UI and even um, uh, you know Oppo's uh, Color OS or OnePlus they all run really well with six to eight. But it was funny though the way they did it. They don't let you add odd number uh, even numbers of RAM. I mean you can add two, three, or five, so you always end up having this odd number. So. <laughs> Frankie posted it because on the uh, on the Reno Six, he was able to go up to 19 gigs of RAM. It's like 19. It's like uh, yeah, it is a cool number, and I'm I'm able to go all the way up to 13 gigs of RAM on the red on the uh, Realme GT. So that was a little fun, Uh, but that was pure accident of me just being pushed and pushed and pushed. So I shot all the A roll, um, but uh, it it was just one of those days. It was one one of those days, and it was a nice little surprise to see a software update that brings in new features. Uh, something like this uh, will make people excited about getting a phone that that Realme is pushing, or even you know Xiaomi or anybody. It's just oh. adding new features, bringing in new things, and and thinking of the consumers. Uh, and and to answer Aditya's answer, uh, I was having the hardest time trying to figure out how to say giveaway in Arabic on uh, on Sunday morning. So I pinned a couple of my friends, and I even reached out to some of my, our friends on on Twitter. And there is no way to say giveaway uh, because it the literal translation is to gift something. Right, it just mm-hmm. it's to give because it is the action of giving away. Uh, it's the intended meaning of it that 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 doesn't translate, and it, it ends up becoming a sentence. You know, it's like a, I have to basically say it's a competition to win something, or competition okay. you ent- uh, enter competition uh, to win. No, but that makes sense because I mean we've just sort of abbreviated that through generations of English colloquialisms. Absolutely, to get to give away or sweepstakes, and the it, word. Yeah sweepstakes is unintelligible in basically every other language no and 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 it it, like the translation if i had to translate it back from arabic to english it sounds like i'm saying um race entrance winning Uh, that's the only way to describe it so i I was able to put out the video and i I posted whoever can run the 100 meter dash the fastest you win and um well actually speaking of which let's let's say maybe i'll break the news here it'll be really nice before tomorrow morning's video um so I actually apparently made a mistake and, and I will have to say, I'm sorry. There was a, no, and, and, um, okay, folks, this is getting deep. Yeah, no. Um, so I talked to Realme and I, there was a little bit of confusion at the beginning, right? So the, the concern initially was that they were saying, you know, we want to sponsor a giveaway. We want to work with you. So I worked that with, that was part of the power was there. What we weren't clear on was, the actual number of devices. And I, and I think I misunderstood based on communication because there was obviously some, you know, translation and so on going on. And I'd stated that it was going to be five devices being giveaway. Mm-hmm. So five real me GTs. That's a lot. And that yeah. is a lot already. And, and I was very, um, I was actually very shocked when they came back to me and said, TK, you had it wrong. And I said, what do you mean? He said, um, we said 10. And I said, what? Oh, and they, 
Well, that would yeah. be more. <laughs> that would be more. Um, I'm, I, this is my bad way of giving, like, kind of taking us down, giving you a roller coaster emotional <laughs> thing. I don't. I'm not good I mean, at these things. The, I, the, I almost the highs got, and lows, the, the agony and ecstasy, the, agony, the despair. The why do you do this to me? And no, uh, scene. scene. So uh, I, I do want to correct it, and it will be in tomorrow's video. Uh, but yes, I was wrong. There was apparently ten devices to give away, not five. Um, the communication error that I had there is that initially they communicated saying five to ten, but I wasn't able to get an answer fast enough by the time I was making the announcement. So I went, I erred on the side of caution sure. by going with the lower number, which was already a big number to start with. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong, five Realme GTs is just like seriously. Uh, so yeah. Hopefully, uh, by by the end of this week, we'll be able to pick, uh, you know, the the ten winners, and uh, you know, hopefully, be able to conf you know, confirm their communication. But I, I'm very glad, very very grateful uh, for Realme for for not only sponsoring, but also, I'm, I'm this guy's really a surprising phone. I mean, seriously, for oh, yeah. the price point of what it offers, it has so much of a um, a, 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 a Find X2 Pro from last year's essence with the look and the feel. Uh, and a lot of it of that real the concept one that we got from uh, OnePlus that we didn't get. I mean, we got to play with because um, mm -hmm. every time I hold it, I seriously keep calling it the OnePlus Realme phone. I'm like, it's not a OnePlus. I I, I, I recorded my intro four times because I kept calling it the OnePlus phone. <laughs> you um, it just reminds me of the concept one that phone that ne that could have been made and and had that ND filter. Like seriously, yeah. not a word from ND filter type that type of tech from them since the concept God, one you, and and what what kills me is any company that does it legit on a consumer facing product people are like, well it's such a gimmick i mean like who would even want to make their photo darker you know what i mean am i right i bet like oh yeah like i'd want to use an nd filter who even knows what average consumer even so knows what neutral density, density filter is who, who would want to? Who would want to take I have trouble breathing without choking on my tongue. <laughs> I I love. No, I know, I know. And and to me, it was such a good. It, it was a weird. It was a weird year because they started us with that. They teased it with that with that phone, and then shortly after, they they announced they're ending their their partnership with McLaren, and it was going to obviously now we see it. It's it's moving on to, uh, you know, Hasselblad and so on. But it, it, to me, I feel like that relationship with McLaren, especially with the six T, like the one that your mom has, they made the McLaren edition. Then they had mm -hmm. the McLaren seven T Pro. Oh, my mom edition. doesn't have a McLaren. She just has straight six T. But I but uh, that yeah, no. I, no, I, exactly. Crazy. Yeah, no, no. It, the, the the collaboration with the color, with the papaya orange coming all across. So to me, the, the McLaren partnership was always one of the best. And like I said, the 7T Pro 5G McLaren, it, it, the longest name ever on a phone, um, was <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, a big, big uh, move in the right direction. So uh, Adam definitely appreciated it as well. I like it as well. Um, and uh, you know, with that being said, let's talk about another phone that was announced this week. I feel like there was another big. And that this is this is a part that I was very happy, not because obviously that well, actually I think about it. I'm happy because the phone exists or it will be existing at some point. Um, but it is something that you had a big hand in the middle of. So like when I hear Snapdragon sound, when I think of Snapdragon sound, I have a hard time not thinking of Juan Carlos Bagnell no. being part of that relationship. And um, you know, a couple of days, was it yesterday or the day was it I think was it yesterday? I think the official announcement mm -hmm. um was that was was it yesterday or today? Snapdragon no. insider phone. Yes. So uh, this is obviously an insider edition. This is like a special edition phone that um, 
so I guess it's it's a it's a Qualcomm. It's an ASUS phone. It's an ASUS designed phone, um, but it is featuring basically all of Qualcomm's best tech. Let's be the best way yeah. to describe it. Um, but one of it, one of its core experiences that I really was very excited about was the fact that it was featuring. It is the first Snapdragon sound device to market. Uh, because you can technically buy this. It's not It's not just a concept phone of being made. They're seriously trying to provide it to the insiders. It's going to be sold on Asus's, uh, through Asus's web, uh, uh, through Asus's portals, I guess, maybe whatever, wherever yeah. Asus devices are sold. Um, and then they had special edition headphones that come with it. Uh, the design is also a little bit reminiscent of an ROG phone. I feel like a, a, some of the aesthetics when I see the boxy sign on the, the, the design in there, but... Um, and they have I can't remember buds. what gen, but it, it reminds me a lot of I want to say Zen Phone three or Zen Phone four. But there was a there was a gen of Zen Phone that had this kind of like dark blue matte finish. Maybe even had like a, a variant with like a rubbery back kind of a feel to it. And I really liked the feel of that phone um, while I was working at Pocket now. So like I saw I saw the uh, the insider phone and like oh oh that looks very familiar I think I like what they're doing there but yeah it, it's it's a proper product showcase for um, international five G support like basically oh, yeah 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 complete five G support like the actual announcement when they made it at uh, at uh, last year's at the virtual summit mm-hmm. that they did where they said you know our eight eighty eight can cover everything under the sun when it comes to five G. And then you obviously later on have different versions of it that you know supports only certain areas and not areas like like this was one thing that I really uh, I wished this the GT supported 5G in the US. I'm getting LTE. Don't get me wrong, I'm getting decent speeds, mm-hmm. but I wanted to see that because it's it's that speed that you kind of want to get. Um, but yeah, true true support for 5G uh, across. And if I'm not mistaken, the way they described it is literally on every country, like even ultra wideband. Yeah. Like millimeter wave, not not just sub six. Uh, oh yeah, the, tr- the true spectrum of what the the, the Qualcomm which, chips, which is handle. also why this is a fifteen hundred dollar phone. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people I think jumped on the price, and and I feel like it, it's an insider phone. It's not. I I would imagine that you know Qualcomm is not trying to make this the most you know if they're not trying to compete with their own. <laughs> uh, okay, how could this even be a Qualcomm enthusiast phone if it only has an eight eighty eight? I was it's not even that. using I, Qualcomm's I, best processor. I, TK. I knew some. I knew. Is such a fail. <laughs> it was a. It was a fail. It was. A, it was a dead on arrival kind of thing. No, it should. It should have. Should have been released uh, with the snap. I think it, we really need to keep in mind too. Also, uh, devices development obviously are are longer than cycle and then then processor the uh, the releases right so the but, fact but that I mean, that was yeah now because i'm sorry i'm trying to i'm trying to break down spec sheet here gorilla glass oh. victus victus the on the, new yeah. um gen 2 uh sonic fingerprint sensor which on is the a back. larger yeah but they they did it deliberately right they used that yeah. sensor that was supposed to be they would always feature yeah the right way i feel like it's the right place to be by the way me too um, a 144 hertz Samsung OLED, 512 gigs of storage, 16 gigabytes of RAM. They, yeah, um, they they went seriously like uh, all. I mean, they wanted to max. I was it trying out. to pull up. Oh, here we go. It's the uh, the Sony IMX 686. It's the 64 megapixel image sensor, mm-hmm. um, and the ultra wide is using the smaller 12 megapixel 363. Um, so I, I like I get. You know, it's frustrating. You get to the bottom of an article that's writing up an announcement like this, and 
it's kind of a coin flip, you know, like, oh yeah. I mean, this is kind of cool. It's a product showcase. Qualcomm is trying to um, highlight what their, their best technologies are, okay. or it's going to be what a fail. I mean, it's not even good enough. And and it's like, if you were going to spend monies, why would you buy something that's not good enough? And it, like, it's like, we can't even have like something in the middle to just like, let the consumer is, decide. Make the decision. Yeah, and don't. It's a limited edition. You know, absolutely is not looking to operate production lines. Yeah, to no. build the same quantity as as even like Sony might. You know, this is going to be and, a super small batch of phones, which means the fewer phones you make, the more expensive it is to make them. Absolutely. And I would bet that this is also probably sold with very little margin. Um, given the relationship between Qualcomm and Asus for what this phone is supposed to accomplish, and it, it, it's going to include the uh, the headphones that uh, they they were showcased in the images. I, I posted a picture there, and that that was the biggest part for me. It's so th- when when I first re- read about it and read, I was looking at it, I was also kind of like, okay, so no headphone jack. Like, I mean, when I think sound, I always think, but I forgot. Then I, then I kind of had that whole like l- relapse and deja vu kind of thing. Snapdragon Sound isn't trying to bring the headphone jack. It's trying to optimize the experiences using now, wireless. They're trying to. What what I really want to try and play with though is mm-hmm. if Qualcomm Acoustic is gonna bump up the output for a pass through dongle. Oh yes, 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 yeah, so, exactly. So to get... the 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 acoustic tech is actually pretty good. Um, I mean, it's not LG Quad DAC, but it's pretty darn close. Um, but again, it's that, that's that's the one last thing. Like, if their main product showcase is, we want you to see how good the new Aptex Adaptive is, mm-hmm. then that might be the primary focus. But if if they're really leaning on the entire like ecosystem of Snapdragon Sound, and also they they have to have a DAC that's going to drive the speakers in there, you might as well keep a couple pinouts on your oh USB yeah yeah uh, I, I think i said yeah it, it, it is stereo speakers as well um mm-hmm. although i and i'm not trying to nitpick i i i always love the way sony does their speakers they're they're both front facing you know like throw it straight you know th- the best way to experience it but i think it's uh side firing and uh front facing so it's typical to what we see it's more like the way we have it here also oh, on, yeah. the, on the real me but uh, again with, with all of that if they can still support a pass-through dongle and they're really and it's not proprietary. all of their own tech <laughs> acoustic should drive a pretty decent cabled headphone output too yeah no no but that i, w- I was hoping to see more conversation around that but it felt like the entire con- the, the it was tailored mostly around the headphones and they wanted to go with the adaptive aptex so it's, i and i totally agree that this is something to showcase because when we when i heard about when when you were working on with with, with qualcomm on this when i think when you posted your interview with the doc uh, i forgot her name dr um uh, it was the lady that you interviewed. You had a conversation with. I think you you posted part of the part of that conversation. Yeah, her, with her. She, yeah she was one of the uh, one of the, the product. Uh, yeah, part, no, no. So now I can't remember her name. Sorry, really I'm bad. With, I'm bad with names to start with. So I, I I take the I plead the fifth on that one. But when I saw that, it, the biggest thing I was wondering is when do we see something like that come to, to fruition, right? Because all we're hearing, we're hearing more devices, Samsung folds, blah blah, insert the device here. Um, but not, no mention of Snapdragon Sound. So that's why I was excited. I, I got excited primarily uh, because I knew, obviously, Qualcomm wouldn't be putting out a phone with a SUS that didn't sound, that, that wouldn't perform the best because they want to showcase the 888. Um, yeah. But the Snapdragon Sound, the 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 you know 16 gigs, the, alt, the wideband support everywhere, this is truly an international phone that 
as you said, is in is very small number of batch and it is a batch that's going to be sold, but it also is for enthusiasts as well as insiders. So it's really designed for really somebody that's very much passionate about Qualcomm. And I feel like that's the, the main message here. So we'll have to see how people, once the devices are, I don't think people have them yet. So we'll have to see when they start no. selling and, them and, and how sales. And, and I go. honestly wouldn't be surprised if this were a thing, like if you're a part of Snapdragon insiders, you get like early access to putting in a pre-order or something Probably. like that. It, it, yeah, I, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. But again, still exciting to see that type of tech. And it is going to come to fruition, and it more than likely going to be the beginning of something, not necessarily the only one. Um, it, you know, we want to see basically how uh, other OEMs implement Snapdragon Sound because everybody's oh, yeah. pushing to wireless. Everybody wants you to be on a wireless pair of headphones, anyways. And but but to this point, I I think, and it's only on I, oh, Doctor Allison Grimm's, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Allison Grimes was the audiologist. The Snapdragon, what was her name? Sarah. Sarah McMurray was the woman I interviewed from Qualcomm. Um, yep. Dr. Dr. Grimes is one of the chief audiologists at UCLA. <sighs> okay. Hey, welcome. I, I can welcome remember the show again. Yay, <laughs> you're good. Show's over, guys. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. And I almost Peace. fell out of my chair. Hold on. Juan's remembering who he is and the chair is not holding Oof. him anymore. It's like memento, but in reverse, but not. <laughs> not um, really. So uh, I, I believe... So far, the only other partner that's done anything with Snapdragon Sound is Xiaomi. And oh. I, I can't even tell you what phones are currently supporting it. I think it might just be the Ultra. Um, I, I, I can't remember if anything it's, else. It's not just that, so, though. I think the, 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 as far as adaptive aptX, do is there actual the headsets that support it? Uh, Audio Technica. Ah. Okay. makes one um but so besides it, besides the earbuds that are going to come with uh this this uh asus I, yeah i was going to say i i didn't catch I a name and, I, and i'm trying to find if did they name it or is it just going to be the qualcomm asus phone yeah well i mean i'm calling it the the qualcomm the, the i'm sorry i'm calling it the snapdragon insider phone but I the the earbuds that come with that, and then I do believe there is a headset it's, from Audio Technica that has that new Snapdragon, Snapdragon sound label. We can dub it the Sif, <laughs> Lady Sif. Lady um, Sif. All right, that that works for me. <laughs> That's like why not? Let's bring a Star Wars. But but it. it is interesting. And again, um, you know, obviously we spent a good chunk of this podcast sharing some of our concerns about performance from this year's phones, and yeah. um, Qualcomm certainly. Uh, shares a, a, a big uh, part of that pie chart I, of that, the concern. It, it, it's a something. It, it's it's the reason why most OEMs are in a reactive mode on this because. But that's that's why I want to see if if Qualcomm can do a yearly product showcase. How do they contract out to ASUS to build a phone around their own SOC? Because they're not going to want to put out a phone that has throttling shenanigans or obnoxious mechanics that get in. The there was yeah, there spring. there was no mention but, um, on that. Part, but yeah. but genuinely, let's say they they deliver a phone where performance never throttles and they keep those thermals in check and the GPU is cranking and the CPU is cooking and was was it really o- the only way to do that was to make a phone that. Oh, and it features uh, Quick Charge Five. I forgot about that part. I think but, that was the but, other but thing again, that was in there. Yeah. 
is is are we going to get to to their Snapdragon Insider phone likely sold at almost no profit, probably mm-hmm. near margin considering the smaller number of phones sold was the only way to tame an 888 to make a phone that at at break even point costs $1500 for consumers. Is that going to be the discovery that we make here that you know, whatever advanced engineering, thermal issues, copper, heat pipes, graphene, whatever it is that you need to do to get heat out of this phone and keep the chipset running um, in, in sort of a healthy window, uh, it, it, was that not possible on a $600 phone? Yeah. It, and, it, and it seems like, well, we'll have to see once people start getting them and testing them out. Um, the the insider, I mean, so for me, I, I've, I'm... I mean, like I said, I'm excited for the phone. It's just, like you said, it's the price wise, it's a little bit, um, it, you'd have to basically really want to be part of the, the insider program to be able to get something like that and yeah. truly enjoy it. And I think that's probably what it is, but we'll have to well, see if, it, if they Qualcomm did provide has an opportunity to also say, we make the chipset and we decide how long manufacturers get to support their phones. And they we do. get to decide for ourselves that one of the things that you're getting when you buy this is that kind of intimate support from the company that makes the SOC on all of these devices. And, and if they can come in and say, you know, what we bring is, is, uh, is a product expertise that can deliver an optimization like no one else, mm-hmm. that's worth $1,500 to the enthusiast space. It's just, we got to see what they really do with it. We got to yeah, see I, if they really deliver something unique or if this is just, a, you know, sort of a, a label badge on an Asus ODM product that, you know, it, it can be a product showcase, but it doesn't it doesn't do or, or it's not supported better or it's not unique. That That's the opportunity here. So I, I don't yeah. think Qualcomm would be going into this lightly, but we need to see what is it that they're actually trying to accomplish with it. I, 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 like I said, very excited, uh, and I cannot wait to see actual, like some videos on this or some content just to talk about it. Um, and so, like I said, just, it was exciting announcement to see and was happy that, that it is something that is coming, um, with, uh, like I said, it's a tailored experience we, and this gives us an ability of seeing what Qualcomm, if Qualcomm wanted to put a phone together to influence the design of a phone, this would have been the, this is the phone. This is it. I was just going to say, this yeah. is the phone. Everybody this, else has been reactive to certain things, but they've customized the experience. This is the, for the lack of a better word, the best that Qualcomm has to offer in 2020 uh, with mm-hmm. the exception of the 888 plus. I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, why is it not with the 888 plus? It was just announced a week and a half ago. Uh, more than yeah, likely this phone's been here even for qualcomm to not like let's not delay let's just uh, announce the 88 plus is not that different it's an overclocked version of an 888 i'm not my, even my, it, remember it's, it's I, not it's not even heavily overclocked it's no um, no it, ai it, boosted it is it, it's your tops the, performance is better the it, it, so it year over year, the difference between the standard and the plus model is abysmal. I'm not going to say abysmal, but it's minuscule considering the fact of the improvements uh, from from one year to the other, from two years to next. So the reality yeah. is, you know, the 865 and the 865 plus are both great processors. You're not really getting that much more with the 865. It's plus. just binning. It's, yeah, it, they, absolutely. They now refine their manufacturing. You can bin the better processors that can sustain 
um, a, a, a higher maximum clock rate. And, and, yep. and you're not even really doing that on the A88. It's, it's more AI performance in this other new metric that we talk about for, for tops performance. Yeah, no, exactly. It, 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 it's, it's definitely, yeah, it, but it, again, it's more of a headline conversation. So for, those are things that, again, I was very much excited. The last thing I want to mention, at least on my side, is uh, based on a conversation that you and I had last week, uh, where I was talking about conversing or converting over to DaVinci Resolve. So that's yeah. something I, um, I've been a, hes- a little bit hesitant, but then with, with a little bit of your help and um, a little bit of testing with uh, Premiere and DaVinci, where DaVinci just floors, just basically demolishes Premiere. Not, not even so no. much. My God, it's not even close. It's like, it, it, actually, it's pretty much like me being in a Tesla and hitting my acceleration uh, and then going across and then somebody <laughs> else in a Prius sitting next to me and they're trying to accelerate. It, wow. I, I'm not trying to make it like I'm not trying to make it sound like Adobe is a Prius, but um, yeah, it's like, not it's not that efficient. It, it isn't. It isn't. And by the time it's efficient, uh-huh. I, I I'm like I, I would have had to have been in a miserable relationship for a long time. So. Um, what I'm trying to say essentially is, uh, so this is obviously not it, but this is the box that I got the, my DaVinci yeah, speed editor there it is. and believe it or not, this is free with the license. They give this I'm to so jealous when, 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 back when I got my, cause, cause I paid for my license just as 16 launched and they weren't running that promo and like, ah, oh, I really want that little control surface looks cool. So I finally got my own license of DaVinci Resolve. Very, very happy. I did. Uh, I installed it, obviously set it up, and it, it's up and running. Um, and I, like I said, it, to me, it, it's it's truly about time savings. It's like you know, I have a video that I need to push publish tomorrow morning. I don't want to have a wait. You know, you know, however long it takes that one to one or maybe two to one, where it ends up taking double the time just to render a video because Premiere wants to throttle the performance or even just XNA just run it at 20% where it could so much more. And it's not a heat issue because I fixed my heat issue with the PC. I have enough fans in there. I mean, TK, I mean, what do you expect from Adobe? It's not like you're paying them hundreds of dollars every year to keep up to date with current hardware trends and to refine their software for, I, I, I wish, I wish I was on a subscription base that made me pay 350, 360 bucks a year. That that would have fixed well, my problem. I mean, because it's just so weird because you buy DaVinci once and then you just sort of have it forever. Adobe is a vault, not a Prius. Adam is like, yeah, Adam. But I mean, seriously, when you put it next to a Aww, Tesla or, or <laughs> I know it's Chevy Volt. Oh, my God, I know we're, I, no, we're not bagging on Chevy, but it, it is it truly is a um, it was it was a point of frustration for me when I first when I plugged in the 3080 Ti and I was like, this is not what I'm expecting. This is so so much worse than the 2080 that I was like I'm doing something wrong. Um, it's not cool enough. I, I I had to give it. You know, I was like seriously. And then and then you like TK just try DaVinci, and I ran it once and I was like oh, so yeah. Um, I will be practicing the heck out of learning how to use DaVinci with my keyboard shortcut and even the the uh, the the speed editor that I have there. Um, mm-hmm. It's intended to be more of a cut tool than it is a edit tool, but yeah. you can still use still. it in the edit page. And I think anything that can simplify the uh, <clears throat> running through the timeline, editing clip, clips, putting them merging, uh, the non-destructive edit. I just need to so learn all the shortcuts as well. So very yeah. high. I'm I'm glad. I, yeah. Again, it's never fun making the transition. But genuinely, like I was doing something else again on um, 
on uh, on Resolve. What was it? Oh yeah, just like some of how easy it was to sort of crop and key and uh, keyframe. Mm-hmm. So I did something where I was like, I was actually showcasing, you know, like part of a. Uh, it was for my uh, Odyssey video. Oh, okay. And I, I make this joke about how like, and then I started making this face when I listened to Apple spatial audio, and I was able to like just circle punch out my face and overlay it. But like that effect in Premiere, or or especially that effect in Vegas back when I was mm-hmm. still using Vegas, that would have been an obnoxious like three layer transparency. You know, get get a mask, get this filter blend it here copy it so that you've got two instances of the same video file right i mean like it would have been a such a pain in the ass and it and took then, me like 30 seconds in resolve to go highlight this get rid of everything else and then i just you know you just literally like i'm just dragging my mouse cursor to like slide things around and the keyframe goes oh so i guess you need it here and then i'm like yeah resolve that's exactly where I need it because that's where I pointed my mouse cursor, and it it's just beautiful. It just I got so so easy. I love it. I I will be definitely tapping into that knowledge base right there uh, as I'm as I slowly but surely learn all the different. I'm, I'm I've I've gotten comfortable with the placements of the bins, the uh, the edits, like that where I normally have everything on the top left in Premiere. Um, now I realize you know like uh, clip edits on the top right, audio edits on the top right, but then your transitions are on the bottom left, and then mm-hmm. your your library. Um, and surprisingly, bringing in my projects over to test out was actually a pretty simple process. Uh, it's serious and easy XML export import into into davinci and then i can see how the different transitions and yeah. and I, like i said it, it's a the timeline it, it's not totally foreign but it's the keystroke it's the cut blade yeah. versus the blade you know the uh, the you know the uh what's it called the blade the blade tool as opposed mm-hmm. to the cut tool and it's a b to c thing and then there's the a as opposed to the s or as opposed to the select tool there's the all the so anyways I'm getting there. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll definitely be speeding up my performance, and I can finally start putting out the content that I wanted to put out on the new build that I've been working on. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Nvidia reached out that they wanted to kind of showcase the performance improvements with the 3080 Ti, and um, it's it's going to be basically heavily, sh- uh, you know, directed at uh, DaVinci at this conversation. And I'll, and I'll have to talk to the fact that you know Adobe's just not there yet. Um, you know, it's fast, but it's not better than the 2080 because of optimizations. And I think I truly believe it's an optimization. Um, and it, oh, yeah. it, I just haven't been able to sort of, when you started it. describing how it would just sort of tank and only use like 20% of the available resources consistently, on the card, like, consistently on every video speaks of some trigger happening in premiere to say system instability, and it's not expecting it. And so it's just cratering to stay in a safe window. It, well, it does. Yeah. If you're paying Adobe that much money, I, I would expect that they would be just a bit more aggressive on keeping up with the new GPUs that are going to be driving their software. So, Absolutely. again, Absolutely. It, DaVinci has been incredible for that, like especially when I jumped from the 1080 Ti to the 2080. Oh, like, man nothing used my 2080 like resolve did and it took so long for adobe to catch up and by that time i had just like completely written off vegas and premiere um, i mean even even an 8k recording even an 8k video render to me was like crazy it rendered a 26 minute video in 17 i'm like what 8k yeah. not 4k 8k so yeah uh 
like I said, very happy. Uh, I need to plug this in, set it up. I got it later this afternoon. I didn't get a chance to open it. All I all I was able to do was just plug in the license into uh, into DaVinci just so I can get everything you know running right. Um, so because I didn't want to keep using the free license, so that was my primarily what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of like a, a little bit of a wrap up of how my week has been. It's been interesting. That's, that's a good week. A lot of. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs, emotional, me making mistakes and saying the wrong number of phones were given away. A lot of things, you know, <laughs> I like it's, it's a good it's a good note. I think it'll be good. So it, it'll be in the it'll be in the information tomorrow and I'll post another social uh, post on that uh, just to let people know. And uh, but yeah, it ends at the end of Sunday. So we have a couple more days to go. Uh, and there's been a lot of good response on that. I'm very happy. A lot of people are uh, enthusiastic. And I posted on both English and Arabic. So I wanted to give the Arabic folks as well uh, an opportunity because Realme is, is very much well known across the world. I mean, they're very nice and international brand. So very nice. Oh, for sure. And so. you got 10 of them. I I wish I had. So at, at one point they were originally asking if they wanted to send me the phones to give away, and I was just like, I no. don't want to. De- I don't want to deal with that logistical. To me, it was like you have the infrastructure, you have the system to support this type of thing. I will provide the the. I'll spread the word. Let's just say that I'll spread the word. Thank you for letting me play with it. Um, I love the fact that it, that they also sent me the the matching color uh, wires for the Realme GT. So you get not only the black and yellow on on the wire, but also the phone. So uh, yeah, just it it seriously feels like a baby Find X2 Pro with the power of a Find X3 Pro because it's the 888 with eight gigs of RAM and so on. And this isn't even the best model. There's a better model out there with the I think it was at 12 gigs of RAM. Don't don't say that. The best model is going to be the model you get for free. Exactly. That is the contest. Absolutely, you know, my friend. That's what I'm links saying. Will, the links will be in the description below. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely be talking about it more also on Saturday. Uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> this is, it's, 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 been a, it's been a crazy week, but uh, TK Adventures between Arabic, Tech, YouTube, and English. It, is, it has been a very, it, it's been a very interesting conversation, uh, really. And then I really like the fact that I'm able to engage with both communities. And it's something that I should have been doing for a longer time. I, I don't know why I skipped it. For the longest time, only did English, and then mm-hmm. light came up. A couple of YouTubers and Arabic channels is like TK, you're crazy for not doing it. And it was around the Pixel 3a, by the way. It was around the launch of the Pixel 3a at I/O. I had a conversation, and then literally the day after, I started an Arabic channel. <laughs> That's how it is. Uh, <coughs> so, uh, did you do well with color profile? Yes, color grading is actually. Uh, so here's a question work with uh, Steve DeRoche. I think uh, DaVinci initially was a color grading tool. I think that's how it initially started uh, from. It's still, I mean, like one of its biggest reputations. And not only that, production. there are many, uh, um, even YouTubers uh, that uh, typically will uh, use Adobe Pro Photoshop for, not Photoshop, Premiere for, for content creation that jump into uh, into uh, DaVinci yeah. to finish off their color grading before they produce. So this is, it's it's like, it's, uh, there's some people that use both, but it is so much easier and um, their advancement, the, the way to do it is so much easier more intuitive uh i mean it's seriously i mean it has like the four different graphs with the different uh the the uh the curves you're able to mm-hmm. tune every single aspect of it i did a little bit with uh some Got of my the white uh, balance Sony. dropper tool works so well you can like even for me where it's like because i get some kind of like mixed lighting and shadows especially like if i'm shooting later in the afternoon and it's really hot in here and just mm-hmm. like oh, i'm just gonna tweak the gamma just do a little bit of a lift and gain kind of bump up the shadows yeah it's all balanced That would have taken me so long to do that kind of lighting correction. 
and you can Game apply Vegas. it to to multiple clip multiple clips as well so i i love I, the mouse button click for that too so the center yeah. button you just like well i want that clip to match this click I, I want that clip to match this clip so i just click and then you're done and it just intuitive. copied all that stuff over and you're like In, oh, intuitively so exactly logic i mean when you're using a tool that's intended to be used by professionals it has to be that advanced really and that it's super um modular so each of the yeah. components and each of the 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 windows and panels you make it the editing environment that you want it to be and then baked into that and and then even still i mean like as much as i still do uh, quite a bit of my audio editing in uh old sony software mm -hmm. um the audio processing tools the noise reduction plugin, the audio syncing tools, like they're all really good. So it's, it's a, it, it started out as like this color grading plugin that now is a top to bottom. All in one. Beautifully yep. well-featured uh, uh, editing suite. Yeah, no, I, it, I'm, like I said, for me, this is like baby steps, but it's exciting. Um, and I get to test it out as well. Like I said, alongside Premiere, because I'm not losing Premiere yet. I still have my, I think it was like another six months or so on my license. So it's not a, something that I wanted. To, I have enough time to do that transition. Yeah. You, you're not going to use it that much. You know what I should ask, you should ask them is like, hey, can we prorate out what the end of my year would have been? <laughs> and and pay, pay me back. And that would be the venture. Oh, no, what I was going to say is, is like you go to them and say like, hey, I paid for a year. But what I all I really need now is like After Effects. And, so can I just have I After Effects the, for two years? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would pay you. That's literally all I need left. Yeah, exactly. It, it's my the one thing that I haven't been able to replicate replicate otherwise, because it's a custom intro every single time that I render every time. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, there's it, this is the only limitation that I have right now. Unless I can mm -hmm. figure out a way to overlay it somehow by creating a, the blank state you know what i'm saying like you know the, the the video portion of it is in there and then i overlay the text um in some sort of uh you know overlay text uh, aspect inside of the editor uh, that's one part i still haven't gotten a good handle on overlays and transition text the the, the ones i use on adobe where i purchased those so those are custom ones yeah. and i need to try to figure out a way to recreate those minor things when i well yeah i don't want to i don't want to uh, bore yeah. you guys yeah, with I the I I, uh, I I absolutely appreciate that. That's also one of the reasons why I changed over some gadget guide to just the pop. No, uh -huh. like I'm not doing yeah. any intros. It's just the text. It's... Some gadget guy and and that's it in stereo. Yeah, that's how it, that's how the we very do first it. time I did it. I forgot to add the left channel track, so it wasn't in stereo. It was in stereo. It was in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, why did that only get my right here? Um, but uh, I'm I'm hitting that time, and I think my 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 voice is about to properly die. But I'm glad I, to hear Da Vinci's yeah. working out because I I thought it would I thought it would tap your GPU a little better. Oh yeah, no no definitely it it it's making making it so that the upgrade that I did was worth it, uh, worth it for the monies because otherwise it <laughs> I was throwing money for no reason. Um, but with that being said, I do want to say uh, thank you for obviously for everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for Adam, obviously staying with us a little bit later as well. Greg, uh, I know uh, my tech reviews as well. Rolando's in the chat. Uh, we had Rinesh. I think I saw him earlier. Uh, Greg, uh, sorry, Greg again. Um, and I think we had uh, some cool guy on the on the screen with us. <laughs> El Jefe was in there as well. Um, oh man, everybody else hanging out with us as well. Oliver was in there as well. I think, and I, I want, I'm trying to remember who else was it. Sam. Uh, Steve DeRoche, uh, DTF, of course, 
uh, everybody just hanging out. Vince, if I've missed your name, I do apologize. Uh, but thank you very much. This is uh, some gadget guy giving us some little bit of a side eye, but I don't know if one of really, how do we want to take it. I have uh, peripheral vision with my cool headset on. Ça me fait plaisir. Tout le monde, tout le monde. Merci beaucoup, mon ami. Steve Deroche is always uh, really, really hanging out with us. I appreciate it. It is late everywhere, but um, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Um, obviously, the week is not over. We still have Saturday morning with tech. We'll talk a little bit more. Um, yeah, we I'm, will. I'm going to be pushing out uh, the video on the Realme stuff on the Arabic and English channel tomorrow, the TK Essentials edition. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, I, and Juan Carlos is... <laughs> Juan Carlos is going to so be... In, 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 he's going to be in... If, if you can't find Juan Carlos, it's because he's watching uh, uh, Godzilla again and again and again. Then Godzilla is uh, so that, that's, good. It's exactly how it's going to be. We're not going to be able to get access oh, to Oh, it's my favorite now. Uh, but... You guys have a good night. Thank you very much, Juan, for spending some time with us, even though we are taxing your voice. Um, looking forward to some more content for both of us. Anything exciting you wanted to plug in at the oh, right quick, um, quick? Yeah. In in addition to ridiculous headsets, I'm going to be doing some fun showdowns with AudioDAX. So, nice. Uh, um, THX, kind enough to send me out their Onyx. So just Ooh. like a really sleek dongle, Saber uh, DAC. Dude. ESS DAC in this little bad boy. So I'm excited about that. And Reminds then me of the Razor one. after Apogee sent me their Groove, which is also another ESS. Link. And they actually do the quad staged DAC. So nice. this, this right here for, for playback, I mm -hmm. don't believe it supports mic input, but for playback, genuinely might be as close to an LG uh on, quad DAC as we can get and the amp on this is pretty great so i'm going to put that up against uh um my fios my btr my mm -hmm. btr my btr5 oh btr5 yeah, the is over on the the little desk over on the side so yeah. i'm going to do a little round robin of premium audio goodness because i mean every one of these companies is now trying to get these back out there because Apple lossless is the yep. thing and you can't do Apple lossless without some kind of adapter. But yep. this THX Onyx has USB-C on it. Which means right? it's not, yep. It, it's intended more like iPad, if anything. So, so for iPad, but um, I mean, take these off here. This is getting kind of silly. Um, but it's, uh, you know, if you, if you get the adapter and then you put the camera connector and you do a dongle and an adapter, then you can get it to plug into an iPhone Android is where it's at if you care mm -hmm. about high quality audio. Th this plugs directly into a phone. The lights change from blue to yellow when you switch over to uh, to higher quality audio streams. Like if you mm -hmm. start playing a FLAC file, it'll detect the, the bit rate. Yeah. And you're off and running. Sounds so good. I just... I'm excited to see that. Like I'm pl plugging in planar magnetics and my DT 770s and really thirsty studio grade cans. It sounds so good. <laughs> so I'm ex I'm 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 really excited just to kind of compare some of these. The Groove is similarly like baller amp. The the Fios have been rocking my socks. Like mm -hmm. if you want to treat your ears, it, it's uh, it, it's not that hard. It, it, it's pretty good stuff. No, you just have to look around and you can you'll find good hardware to help you augment the experiences. But yeah, it, so, it, it so is, get Apple Music, get Apple Music lossless and listen to it on an Android because 
it, it, it doesn't do it. work on an iPhone. <laughs> it, it is. It's funny. You think about it. They released it and they're like, hey, congrats. We have something really nice for you to be able to enjoy on somebody else's phone because you can't do it on ours. It, it's going to have to be something. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure at some point there's going to be some additional hardware. At some point, the market will have to catch up and provide more hardware for them. But the reality is you're right. The existing hardware support and we've been able to enjoy FLAC files and high lossless audio on Android for some time. It's not something yeah. that new, but it's Apple's invention that made it obviously you know, to the world, which means we have to wait <laughs> right. for Apple to fix it. Oh, uh, Apple invents so many amazing things absolutely. that they can't and even use on their own phones. That's how much they invented it. They invented it ahead of themselves. It was that much how it is. They were so much advanced. They 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 wasn't that the tagline for like iPhone seven? It was the most forward thinkingest iPhone that they'd ever made. And 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 iOS fifteen and and lossless audio is the most advanced to the. It's in the next generation. It'll we'll get it. We'll get it next time. Conversation. Um, Say like I'm good with my Odyssey. I'll be all right. (laughs) Uh, no, I, I like the Fio. The Fios are really, really nice. I mean, yeah, so the Q3, the, the Q3 yeah. is what I did all of my comparison testing on to listen to spatial audio, Apple spatial audio, and then Waves NX. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was baller. So I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked. Like I want to put because that's like, what I use my PC as, as the for wired headsets. I use it through the Q3. So the BTR, the amp, I don't think is going to compete as well as the Groove, the mm-hmm. Apogee. The Apogee amp is pretty solid. Um, but again, that's like, that's such a killer showdown when we're talking about like hundred dollar to $200 and then you're kind of good for audio, mm-hmm. you know, like no matter what phone you go with, go, go get a Nord N100. <laughs> like you're good. You're good for really good audio, <laughs> like high premium audio. But, but no, but that's a serious conversation to, to be had though, realistically, when you start looking at different versions of Android, a different version of how OEMs do their system. Yeah, we do have headphone jacks on, on mid-rangers and low and, and, you know, budget devices. But the reality is they're not focusing on the audio experience as much. No, it's a convenience they're using, port, not it is absolutely, port. absolutely. It's convenience. Yeah. So the, the ability of using that, the power of the USB-C, the fact that now we are finally at a, at a point in time where there is no more micro USB devices being released, it, that is an absolute win. Yeah, you're right. And an N100 can totally become a, a your high-end performance audio perf- uh, listening device because you are able to augment that hardware with yeah. the external devices. So we'll have to see, obviously, you know what your, what your final thoughts and the verdict on which one is the best for the money. But I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm excited. Like that first one that you were showing us, the THX one, oh, the so Onyx. reminded me of so, uh, of the Razer adapter. Remember the Razer DAC that we got? So it's this piece is longer, but you're right. It it is it is right in line. With- yeah, it it that the, the the quality the cable so on so that was one of my favorite things that I always carried with me uh, was the uh, the DAC that we got the USB C DAC from the Razer phone because that to me was it was a like an adapter that you always wanted to buy. So it was like very very nice. So yeah. Um, but with that being said, I do want to say thank you again very much. Um, hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Uh, we'll definitely be on the socials. Catch you know Juan Carlos, uh, some gadget guy on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and Juan Bagnell on YouTube. Uh, yours truly is TK Bay or TK DSL across the socials. We'll see you next week on another episode of the best of our week. Um, hopefully, even more exciting than this week. But uh, you know, we can always uh, try to. <laughs> it, it always is. It never seems to fail. Uh, So take care. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bam.